0: and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show.
1: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Two Dudes in a Ness, or Two Dudes in an a NES, or Two Dudes in a Nintendo, or whatever you want to call it. It all means the same. Just be careful with your A's and A's. We don't need any English teachers rolling over in their graves or anything. <laughs> uh, t- today, we will be talking about Devil Dragon that uh, awesome, awesome beat, em up, beat em up, knock em out, romp them, yeah. I don't know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. You just basically yeah. need people in the face over and over again. So yeah,
2: yeah, and really a turn from our first two games, where it were pretty easy games. This is a more difficult game.
1: Yeah, this is quite the challenge. Uh, in fact, we were planning on having a guest on today, um, but we yeah. weren't able to save her because we couldn't beat the game. Yeah.
0: So she's still uh, <laughs>
1: she's still hanging out <laughs> in the bad guys' lair or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, so Justin, I'm going to let you handle a little bit of history and some things like that.
2: Well, you know, uh, Double Dragon actually was kind of a, one of the first games we're going to talk about that not was not just released for the NES, but also for, it was actually released for the Sega Master System, Atari 2600, Atari 7800, uh, Game Boy, and actually several others. Um, it started out as an arcade game released in 1987. Uh, it really was one of the first of its kind, as far as the beat 'em up, and kind of uh, some some sources have said that kind of the, the 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 spark for the beat 'em up genre. Um, and it was actually uh, the it says the game was actually a, a successor to uh, Techno's earlier beat 'em up. And I can't speak Japanese, so I don't know what the Japanese name is, but it was uh, called Renegade. When it yeah, was. It got,
1: I have got—I actually got that game for the NES. Yeah,
2: it says that that, that this was actually the, supposed to be the successor to it, which I never knew of that. Um, so it was uh, released in North America, came around, uh, well, first came to Nintendo Famicom uh, <laughs> in uh, Japan in 1988, and then was released. Over to North America.
1: We're going to become notorious for not liking the word Famicom. I think we've commented every
2: episode so far about hating the name Famicom. Um, The most notable difference from the NES version uh, from the arcade uh, is the omission of the arcade's uh, two-player cooperative mode that you can do in the arcade. You yeah, do that's, that's yeah.
1: that was one thing. I was wanting to mention it at some point on the show, but that's ridiculous to me because the whole yeah. point of Double Dragon, Double Dragon, is you're exactly. going after the boss man or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, okay, first of all, so now it's Single Dragon. But right. then on a side note, there's no dragons in the game. So what's the purpose no. of even the name Doctor?
2: Well, you know that that's the thing. It's, it's it's Japanese, and I don't know much about martial arts. We should have had Josh come in here and explain. Uh, Josh from Retro Thought Pod, big uh, martial arts guy. We should have had him come in here and explain it to us. What 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 the deal is with dragons over, especially in Japan, and its role role in martial arts. But I guess that's the role, which in the game. Uh, the cover is just a couple of white guys. <laughs> um, and, uh, Billy and Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a couple of so, guys from Alabama or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also another difference for the NES version had from the arcade version um, is Jimmy Lee, uh, the Player 2 character in the arcade version. Uh, serves as the main antagonist. After defeating Willie, the original boss, final boss from the arcade game, Jimmy will appear before the player for the true final battle.
1: Well, the thing is, I don't know know how how much you know about the arcade, but in Mm -hmm. the arcade, if you play co-op and you make it to the end Mm -hmm. and you save the girl, well, at that point, you two have to fight each other for the girl. Yeah. So that's something that was kind of in the arcade, but... I just really don't understand why your brother's the bad guy. Did he, he he's like, like, I know what I'll do. I'll just like beat my brother's girl up and
2: take her and throw her. In her room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then what? I'll help him save her. I, I, if it's the arcade version, it's like I'm going to help you save her. Nah. Yeah, um, it's weird. and then I, yeah. the
1: sequels, they're back on the same team again. I, it's just
2: strange. Um, I think but, they ran. Uh, did they not
1: run into technical issues? Isn't that why they could
2: yeah, there were a lot of technical issues. They And it sounds like they didn't work really hard on it. So it sounds like it was... I don't know about the history of it, but it sounds like they rushed it because uh, they had a lot of limitations that weren't worked out. Um, the game can only generate two enemies on screen to confront the player, and both enemies are the same character. They never really worked that out. Um,
1: yeah, that's odd. I remember yeah. saying that. Of course, I wonder if that's why... I don't know how far you made it. We don't have to get into this just yet, but there's one part where there's two of the big bald guys. Mm-hmm. I think they're called a Bobo. I wonder if that's why yeah, you Bobo. have two big bald guys instead of
2: something I, I else. think so. I think so because there was just a technical limitation that they never they, – I don't think they spent a lot of time working out. Maybe that – I mean, that's just me speculating. I don't know. Maybe there was actually something that they couldn't fix. Well, but in the other t- their sequels,
1: they were, able, they were able to fix it, so I don't know. I guess they yeah. just
2: didn't
1: – maybe they were just new to the NES and couldn't figure it out or something.
2: Could have, been. Could have been. And they were trying
1: to push it out around the same time they were pushing it out to other systems maybe,
2: Yeah.
1: just to guess. Sounds like
2: a, sounds like a, a question for our technical guru, John Wedgworth. Uh, yes, like I'm sure DVD he doesn't names. listen
1: to our show, but John from Nerd <laughs> Noise Radio, if you're listening to our show, let us know because I have yeah. no idea.
2: Yeah, it sounds like something he would probably know. Um, and the, the level designs are different from the arcade. Um, but anyway, we talked a little bit about the, the differences, but uh, really, though, the success of Double Dragon, I mean, it, it's still named as uh, some of the best games ever made. It's still regarded as one of the best, especially in the beat-em-up genre. Um, and you talk to a lot of people, and they're going, what's your favorite game for the NES? Double Dragon comes up a lot.
1: Well, it's still, uh, even with all the technical limitations, it's still an amazing game. I had a lot of fun playing it.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, it's, uh, um, so, yeah, I mean, we're, we've, sit, we've sat here and kind of talked about the, the, the limitations of it, and uh, but it's still uh, a great game and uh, really set the stage for more games to be made. Um, interestingly enough, when did Kung Fu come out? Was it I before?
1: Kung Fu came out earlier. I think it was in nineteen eighty five, maybe somewhere around in there. It was actually supposedly the starter of the beat 'em up genre.
2: Yeah, but uh, I don't think it's as I mean, it's famous, I guess, just because it was the first. But uh, Double Dragon was definitely a lot better, in my opinion. I didn't like, I didn't care for Kung Fu as much.
1: Yeah, well, when we get to Kung Fu, I'll let you know my feelings about it. It's probably one of my favorite games. So oh, okay. We're okay. bashing it right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but even with, with all the, what also kind of gets me is with all the technical limitations for the single player, they still mm-hmm. had that mode B where you could, two players could fight against each other. Yeah. Um, the graphics were better. Uh, Two people could play at the same time. It was actually kind of, it probably was one of the, among the first games to be like a, like a fight-each-other, Street Fighter-style game, sort of?
2: Yeah. Um, I can't think of another one. Uh, definitely where you're really competing. and So you take away the co-op mode, but you get a competing mode. That's pretty That's pretty awesome.
1: But the, the thing about that is that I just spent the whole time running into the wall. Because I don't know if you – you may not have played it this, this time, or you may not have played Mode B as a kid, because I didn't play it a whole lot as a kid, but when I did – There's two things that stick out in my mind. One, it's really difficult because they kind of handicap you against the computer. Mm -hmm. The computer always gets more life than you and all this stuff. And two, it was really fun to just take off running and just run into the wall and, like, smack – because your guy flies backwards in, like, slow motion (laughs) and and (laughs) flops onto the ground. It's really funny. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, actually, you know, I I just pulled this up here, and it says that – Double Dragon was only the second game that Technos developed for the NES, and the two-player mode was reputedly omitted because of the programmer's inexperience with the hardware. So you were you were absolutely correct. They just weren't experienced with the NES.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: And that was the reason for not being able to get the co-op mode go. Uh,
1: th- another thing I, I, was, I, was, I noticed while I was playing, and I kind of wonder if this has something to do with the, them not knowing the NES hardware, but I doubt it. Uh, their sleeves or not sleeves with the same color as their boots. Yeah. <laughs> so they're either wearing a shirt underneath their <laughs> denim vest
2: <laughs> or they're barefoot.
1: Or they're barefoot.
2: They're barefoot. So <laughs> well, they are martial artists. They could very well be barefoot. Okay, I, well, know. if they're
1: barefoot, then they're also wearing capri
0: pants.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and how many how many uh, how many martial artists other than Chuck Norris wear cowboy boots? Because that's, that's what I would assume is the, is the style boot. Right. You think it's cowboy boots?
1: I think it's cowboy boots. Probably. Well, I mean, his name's Billy and Jimmy. Yeah.
2: yeah, so other than Chuck Norris, Billy and Jimmy Lee, the other two, cowboy boot-wearing martial arts.
1: Well, if you look at Billy, he's also more than likely, this is his outfit, okay? He's wearing cowboy boots, <laughs> blue jeans, no shirt, and a denim vest.
2: Yeah. And yeah. a pompadour. Honestly. Yeah. So,
1: more than likely, that's his outfit.
2: Yeah. So, uh, and another one little other piece of history: uh, Electronic Gaming Mon- Monthly magazines, um, 200 Greatest Games of their time, listed it at number 41. And uh, when it came out, Toys R Us reported that the NES Double Dragon sold out in its first two weeks on sale in the United States. So. Wow. Yeah, it was uh Did
1: fairly well then, huh?
2: Yeah, I mean you don't really hear like games selling out back then either, like being that popular. I, mean, I guess this may have been the first one of the first ones that was like everybody had to have it.
1: Yeah. Okay, so let's yeah. let's start let's talk a little bit about us playing it. But before we talk about us playing, I've got the manual here and I want to read yeah. the story to the game, okay? So right. bear yeah. with me, I'm not the best out loud reader but on page four of the manual it says the double <laughs> dragon story double dragon is the story of billy and jimmy lee twin brothers who learned to fight on the cold tough streets of the city their expert knowledge of the martial arts combined with their street smarts has made them both formidable formidable fighting machines but now billy is faced with the greatest challenge. His girlfriend, Marion, has been kidnapped by the Black Warriors, the savage street gang of the mysterious Shadow Boss. Using whatever (laughs) weapons come to hand, knives, whips, bats, rocks, oil drums, even dynamite, Billy (laughs) must pursue the gang through the slums, factories, and wooded outskirts of the city to reach the hideout for his final confrontation with the Shadow Boss, his brother Jimmy.
2: Uh, duh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man. That's kind of embarrassing. Who wrote that? Uh, I'm, sure, who wrote I'm sure
1: that. the localization had something to do with that. Which, yeah. From Japan over to here.
2: Let's talk about, before we get into gameplay, I do want to mention the twin brother issue. And especially, there was a movie... Double Dragon, the movie, 1994.
1: Uh, I was hoping <clears that> we could <can throat> talk about this. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just want to throw this out there. that the, the on, on Rotten Tomatoes, it actually rates a zero. A zero out of 100 um, on the tomato meter. So that obviously is not good. <laughs> it's, um,
1: as, it's obviously as bad as you can get.
2: Right. Um, but the part that I... The only thing I want to talk about as far as the movie goes is these were twin brothers... And, and like the actors <laughs> clearly weren't twins <laughs> yeah. I mean I mean how hard so, would
1: it' have been pretty difficult to get twins though
2: right yeah, but you could have at least gotten the same race <laughs> I mean I'm not trying to be racist but I mean if you're gonna have two twin brothers <laughs>
1: yeah okay let's you know. stop talking about the movie yeah
2: okay okay all, all, right. Right. all right so go, tell me about your game play.
1: okay well I've got a lot to say about the gameplay so <clears> it may take me a minute <clears throat>
2: all right.
1: Feel free to interject with any time you want. Um, so I start off playing the game, and the first level is just a breeze to me. I'm thinking, God, what's mm-hmm. everybody talking about? This game's easy. So I make it th- I'm making it through the first level, and the first thing I notice is every time you pick up a weapon and you use it and you kill the person that had the- or the style of enemy enemy that gives it to you, uh, uh, it disappears. Yeah. It's like yeah. once the enemy's gone, the weapon's gone. So.
2: That was another glitch in the game. There was another that was listed as one of the glitches in the game is that the weapon would disappear. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, so I make it to the end of the first level, and there's these two, uh looks like chains running up the wall, and if you walk close to those chains and kind of get in between them and you just keep walking, you just climb the wall. <laughs> So, first of all, that's a glitch, right? But I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, maybe maybe it's not a glitch. Maybe it's a secret. And if I go to the top, maybe I can warp or something. So I go to, uh, the, top I go to the top, and I'm stuck. I can't get back. Down. <laughs> <laughs> so I just had to either let the time run out or be, or re- reset the game. So there's that.
2: All uh, right.
1: And then I go into that first – I, I read to play the level, and I go into the first door there at the end of the first level where you fight the first Bobo, the big bald guy. Right. And in that room, there's a conveyor belt into a bottomless pit. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what factory on planet Earth has a f- conveyor belt into a bottomless pit. Yeah. But uh, – that's what I did. I kicked him into the bottomless. I kicked him onto the conveyor belt, and he fell into the bottomless pit. So I'm thankful it was there. I don't know why.
2: Sounds like uh, if you had a bottomless pit in your factory. OSHA, uh, for those of you who don't know, I think it stands for Occupational Safety Health and Association or something for the, the the government. I don't think they'd allow a bottomless pit. Yeah, probably. That would be not. considered a hazard. Do you think they would have yeah. allowed them
1: back in the eighties? Maybe.
2: Uh yeah, when did osha i guess osha was around back then it probably would have been it probably would have been frowned upon
1: yeah <laughs> okay so <laughs> anyways level two i I run through level two fairly quickly there wasn't really anything notable about level two that i can think of so i'm just gonna mm. played it I've skipped over it. so level three is when it starts getting really hard you're in the forest mm. all of a sudden i guess you've left the city you're in the forest yeah. So I'm walking through the forest, and I get, to, I get to near the end of the forest part, and these two big abobos come busting through the wall, right? Yeah.
2: Uh-huh.
1: And I get stuck there for three or four days, because you know, we've been playing this for, what, a week now maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, I was stuck there for a while, and I kept dying at those two abobos. But finally I beat them, and what do I do? I continue to go right. And you know what happens when you continue to go right? It resets that level.
2: Yeah. Because
1: you were actually supposed to have gone into the cave, the bobo came out of but how in the world was I supposed to know that? Yeah. <laughs> so it just resets <laughs> the level on me. Yeah. And I die. So. But eventually, after a week's worth of play, I make it past those two abobos, I go in the cave, and I make it a little ways into the cave, and I fight the Incredible Hulk version of the abobos, because now all of a mm-hmm. sudden they're green when they're in the cave. Mm-hmm. And that's that's as far as I made it. I couldn't make it past that. I don't, I think there's four levels total, but I don't think the cave counts as a level. I think there's another level after the cave, but that's as far as I could get.
2: Yeah. Um, well, I didn't make it past the two of Bobo's, uh, on the, uh, so I'm playing on the Wii version, And, I uh, didn't make it past the two Abobos Bobo's and, uh, mission three, the green, um, yeah. The ones that bust out of the wall? Yeah, the ones that bust out of the wall. And I'm glad I didn't because I probably wouldn't have chose to go in the cave and probably would have just been furious when I had, uh, yeah. let the level started over. I was,
1: pretty, <laughs> I was pretty upset. Yeah. I can imagine what like a seven-year-old me would have thought about that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there we, would have been have controllers ever, thrown. Have you ever had this happen in a game? It did, clearly didn't happen to me on Double Dragon, but it sounds like something that would happen to somebody is you do something like that, and it restarts the level, and you're like, okay, I guess I just have to beat it twice. And you, you, don't, you don't put two and two together that you should have went in the cave, and then you get, and you beat the two of Bobos again, and then you just keep going, right, and, like, it restarts again. Oh, man. That would yeah, be awful.
1: I can see that happening to me, And <laughs> but I will admit that I did cheat, and after it reset on me, I thought, what the heck? So I looked it up. So I yeah. did kind of cheat.
2: So back then, you know, back in the the eighties, you wouldn't have been able to use the internet. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So uh, I
1: did. I did look up parts of the rest of the game or some other people playing it on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it looks to me. I'm not going to call it. I'm not going to call anybody out. But it looks to me like he's using a turbo controller because the kicks are just so. No, they're not fast, but they're so rhythmic. So it looks yeah. like he's using a turbo controller. So what I may do is I may take my Nintendo Advantage controller, the one that's got the joystick and the turbo buttons, Mm -hmm. I may whip it out and see if I can beat the game. Because I may have a better shot at it if I can use that turbo button.
2: Yeah.
0: But I
1: didn't want to do it for the show since we're doing high scores. I wanted to just use the regular controller.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, if you get to uh, the end of Mission 4, Part 3, that's where you get to... uh, You fight two of Bobos... Two Chintai, Linda, well, you don't fight Linda, but,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah, also, at the end of the game, I watched the ending because I knew I wasn't going to make it, so I just watched it. Yeah. And uh, when you rescue Marion, she's in, like, this really cushy apartment with, like, this nice bed and all this furniture and stuff. What so am we, I
2: saving you, buddy? <laughs>
1: yeah. Why are we saving her? It looks like Jimmy's giving her a better life than I could. I was going to have her living on the streets.
2: <laughs> yeah, really. What are you going to do? Well, what kind of skills do you have that work uh, well? I can, you know, fight.
1: I can kick people. I can grab them yeah. by the hair and knee them in the face. Right. hmm so, I mean, mm-hmm.
2: speaking of that,
1: you know, in the game you can level up. I don't know if you noticed, those little hearts down at the bottom or wherever they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you level up and you get more moves. So you get you end up with seven, eight, ten moves, but you still only got two buttons. So I found it really difficult to manage all the moves as I was leveling up. Yeah, I would do moves that I didn't want to do, and it would cause me to get knocked down or something.
2: Right. So, so just to talk about uh, you were talking about the, the four levels. I found this is the, the story behind the four levels. So the first level is the street in front of Billy and Jimmy's home. Level two, mission two, is a construction site on the outskirts of town. Uh, and then level three, the woods and the caverns leading up to the front entrance of the enemy base. And then four is the base of the Black Warriors and Willie's hideout. Now, what's interesting here are these four levels. So you've got the street in front of their house, and then you know the area in front of the base, and then the base. But what's a construction site on the outskirts of town got to do with it? (laughs) It's like, well, I'm just gonna make it. I gotta go to this construction site, fight some people, but I'll be I'll be over there in (laughs) a minute. Well, it is really short too. I don't know. Yeah, it really doesn't make a lot
1: of sense. Yeah. It's like oh, there's a whole bunch of bad guys there at that construction site. I could either go around it. Nah, I like kneeing people in the face. I just I gotta fight them. I gotta
2: fight them. Gotta fight them. (laughs) Hey,
1: speaking of a Bobo, have you played? uh, Have you looked up or played a Bobo's Big Adventure?
2: Yes, I I haven't played. Yeah, I went to the website. Yeah,
1: it's like a flash game where it it's a Bobo, but he's playing all these old Nintendo games. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're playing as a Bobo in all these old Nintendo games. Yeah,
2: yeah. I that's thought that was pretty good. funny. I wonder what the backstory is behind a Bobo.
1: I don't know. Huh. He's a pretty famous it's... character. Yeah.
2: It seems like uh, to me. so. Here, here, here's here's what's going on. Yeah, Bobo's big adventure. Uh, have you? Did you see the plot? You no. read the plot. So no. The plot is, the plot begins with Bobo's son, a bow boy <laughs> being kidnapped by a gang. And shortly after, a Bobo arrives and discovers a Abobo, bo-boy missing. And he begins to tear, tear up and then sets off to rescue a bow boy And that's where he has to go through all these other games. So he's nice. saving his son, a bow
1: boy You want to hear what the manual has to say about a bobo? Sure, yeah, I'm sure. He is six foot three, weighs two hundred and sixty pounds. Mm-hmm. He's the middle boss. He likes to throw bombs and slap people around.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sla- Yeah, you know, that's something that you don't hear as much nowadays. Like in the '80s, I think that was in '90s. I'm gonna start slapping some people around. <laughs> you knew there was some business to be done when uh, slapping some people around. So there's that. So, and this is how Abobo's a uh, big adventure ends. Did, did, have you read this? No. It's pretty interesting. In the end, a scene showing that the entire game was a dream of Abobo's, a reference to Super Mario Brothers 2. Nice. So there you go. I like it. Yeah, awesome.
1: Well, you want to kind of sum it up. I'll, I'll give you my sum up of Double Dragon. Okay. Having played it as a kid and now revisited it as an adult, I think Double Dragon is exactly what an NES game should be. It's mm-hmm. it's short, so it doesn't take you very long to play it. Right. It's difficult, so that you want to, It's difficult but fun, so you can't beat it. It easily right. So it's short. Mm-hmm. it's short, you can play it in short spurts, but you can't beat it really, it's difficult, but it's fun enough, you want to keep going back and back, you right. get better and you get better, and you plug it back, until eventually, you know, you master it and you beat it. And yeah. that's really the reason, That's one of the reasons why I enjoy, and I, I've started to gravitate back towards retro games, because I don't have a whole lot of time, mm-hmm. but I can take 15, 20 minutes and play a Devil dragon. And then maybe a couple of days later, do it again. A couple of days later, do it again. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting better and better, and I can beat it. So maybe one day I'll get to beat Belly
2: Dragon. But... Yeah, that's a good point. I think the that, uh, that's something we've touched on, and, and uh, some episodes of Retro Thought Pod is the ability to sit down and play games that, that are short. And uh, yeah, so that that's a good, you know that doesn't take months to beat or And it's just fun. My thing about Double Dragon was the difficulty. Uh, The difficulty was really frustrating. Um, And even today, still very frustrating. (laughs) Um, So uh, it was really one of the games that, one of the more difficult games for me. There's probably people out there that think, oh, Double Dragon, that's easy. Yeah, they're the, probably
1: uh, laughing at us right now. They probably do not stop yeah. li- listening, you know. They're like, oh, these
2: guys can't even beat Double Dragon. I'm not listening. They don't even know. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 don't even, I don't even think I ever beat it, embarrassingly enough, as a kid or definitely today. Oh, I've yeah. never beat it. I know I've never beat it. Yeah.
1: This, actually, so, as an adult, I got further than I ever did as a kid. I think as a kid, I never could make it through the forest. At least I made it into the cave this time. Yeah. So yeah. I guess I'll tell you my high score before we finish up. My high score was thirty-eight thousand and ten points. That was well, score. that's a uh,
2: commendable. Tom Arnold would be pretty impressed, I think. Tom Arnold? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, is <it> a <laughs> <laughs> He's a big double driver. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Arnold would be impressed <laughs> no, um yeah uh no uh f- from the, the movie the wizard Kevin Arnold yeah Kevin Arnold you. sorry <laughs> sorry yeah okay, <laughs> embarrassingly enough
1: all right, I think that means we need to stop this podcast right now.
2: Tom Arnold would be impressed <laughs> uh yeah, so my high score I didn't get the thirty eight thousand I don't think I got the twenty something thousand but. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what
1: it was. Not um, too bad for Double Dragon though, because that's pretty hard thing. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right, well, you can find us on Twitter as NES underscore dudes. You can find us on Facebook as two dudes in an NES, or two dudes in an NES. I don't know
2: how we are on there.
1: Two dudes in an I don't know. I think on Twitter, aren't we
2: the NES underscore dudes?
1: Yeah, we're NES underscore dudes on Twitter. And on Facebook, we're just whatever the name of our show is.
2: Yeah, two dudes in a mess. Yeah.
1: Yep, and I think that's all we are on. So, But well, we may be on Google+, I don't know.
2: We are on but, Google+.
1: Yeah, so look us up, and go on iTunes and review us. We've got some more five stars, so yeah. yay so, us. Never. Yeah,
2: and of course, tell a friend. If you like what you hear, you got some fellow Nintendo fans out there, or retro gaming fans, tell them. Uh, Tom Arnold would be impressed.
1: all right so here comes the music for next week's game see everybody bye